Welcome to www.killthatnoise.com. And I'm your boy, the Cameron McMath. I got my man, Joe Son, with me. And today, we have the pleasure of joining us with Pac-12 Honorable Mention, Mr. Jacob Tuiota Mariner of the UCLA Bruins. Appreciate you for joining us, man. Uh, thank you for having me. How's it going, man? How, how's everything going over there? Uh, it's going fine. Uh, just training for uh, my pro day and everything uh, with TCR Sports Performance. Out here in Mission Viejo and everything. So everything's going well. Uh, I feel like my body's been changing over the past since my last game as he's uh, ruined. Nice. All right. Now, going going back into time, coming out of high school, um, you were recruited by a lot of big name, big, big colleges, I would say. And you narrowed your list to Wisconsin, Arizona, and Boise State. But now, as we know, you're at UCLA. Kind of walk us through the process of how'd you end up at UCLA and not one of those three. Okay. Um... So I have six siblings uh, okay. in my family. I'm number, six, I'm number six out of the seven. So uh, all my brothers and sisters above me, uh, they all had went to college. Okay. Uh, they all went to college out of state. They all went. To, uh, my my two brothers they went on to play football at uh, University of Hawaii and University of Colorado. And my sisters they played at Arizona State for volleyball and Cal State Dominguez Hills for volleyball. And so my uh, parents especially for football weren't able to go to my brother's games a lot because you know that's kind of an expensive fair trip right. going out to Hawaii and as well as going out to Colorado each game um you know as as my recruiting process you know kept kept on going and uh you know I kind kind of started getting uh noticed by you know the big big name schools uh you know I'm just thankful for you know all the you know schools that took opportunity on me uh, exactly. and you know UCLA came in late uh, I've always told myself that, you know, if I ever had a local school, uh, I was able to take a chance on me, then, uh, most likely I would be able to go there. Right. And so, um, you know, UCLA took its first step. Uh, my championship game of my senior year, they offered me because more called me. And, uh, you know, I've kind of thought about it. I was kind of shocked, you know, playing throughout my CIF championship game. I was shocked. Like, I didn't even yeah. know that happened. So, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny I've kind of, you know, thought to myself that UCLA was, you know, outstanding in academics and as well as outstanding, in, you know, athletics, you know, one of, you know, they have the most championships, national championships and, you know, athletic history. Uh, so, you know, they have both excellence and both academic and uh, athletic. So, uh, you know, having that being able to uh, take advantage of as well as my family being able to come to my games, you know, kind of took a big part of why for UCLA. And why you said I stood out to me the most is because, you know, the degree, the academic aspect part of it, as well as the family environment that Coach Mora, Coach Angus, you know, all of them were able to provide when I was, you know, heading towards it. Gotcha. So I noticed mm -hmm. uh, as most of your high school career, you was noted as a two-star athlete until the later years uh, <laughs> you became shot up to a four-star athlete. Yeah. Uh, what – what what can you say that you did? Do you feel like you did different to get noticed sure. uh, going into it to, to um, kind of break you onto the scene? Yeah, uh, you know, kind of throughout my high school career, uh, I was a two-star, two-sport uh, two athlete. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but I started volleyball first. Okay. Uh, I played volleyball seventh grade year all the way up to senior year. And so kind of starting off football, I started football my freshman year in high school. Didn't really like football. Kind of hated going, kind of hated going to practice every day. You know, I cried to my mom freshman year. I was like, I don't want to play this sport. This is 
horrible and everything. And it's just, I really wasn't into football. And, you know, kind of as the years went on by, you know, my mom being my mom, she wouldn't let me quit. She's right. like, no, you're not quitting. You're not, you're not going to leave this sport. And, uh, you know, kind of going throughout the years, it wasn't until my junior year going to senior year where I noticed that, you know, kind of, I was getting looked at as a volleyball player in high school, but, you know, I found out that, you know, high school volleyball and volleyball, the sport itself, doesn't offer full scholarship like football does. Mm. So I kind of, you know, focused myself and, you know, I was struggling kind of going up and down weight wise, you know, being a DN as well as being, a, you know, opposite and volleyball. Right, right. right. <laughs> to the worst the world. So, you know, I had to, you know, keep going up for football season and then drop it all back down for volleyball season. So kind of grew tired of that junior year going into my senior year is where I really committed to playing football. And I feel like that took a toll in the football field as well is because, um, you know, I've kind of focused more on being a football player. Okay. Well, shout out to mom for making you stick with it. Yeah. <laughs> Now, now, growing up in in the household, you say you had six siblings, and I'm I'm assuming it's a competitive household. What is it? Be, what it, What is it like being the youngest one, having all these brothers going on to play college football? Your sisters going on to play in in college. What is it like having them around? Uh, you know, it's it's great. Our house is all close. We're all close together. Um, when it comes to sport, we're such a competitive family. Uh. You know, whatever we do, you know, either it's, you know, grabbing, going outside of the car to grab the most groceries and coming back inside <laughs> the house or, you know, cut stuff, little stuff like that, you know, help us in the long run, help us, you know, kind of, uh, you know, take that path of, you know, paying back to our parents and what they, what they did for us uh, throughout our lives is, you know, kind of not making them pay for college tuition. And, uh, you know, cause you know, that has been a big burden upon them if we, uh, all seven of us would went to college. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, kind of having older siblings as well as my little sister, um, you know, it was a good. You know, I feel like those six people right there are you know the biggest blessings in my life. Is because the five in front of me, they set the path. They you know carried the torch one by one of right. carrying our last name into different sports as well as, you know, their different schools. They, you know, they showed me the way of what or how it's supposed to be done Gosh. and everything. And, you know, what it takes to become, you know, a good student athlete as well as, you know, a college graduate. Exactly. And, you know, kind of keeping your head focused, you know, staying staying ahead of everybody else and not falling into the traps of, you know, others might will. So, gotcha. so it's amazing that 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 family environment uh, taught you these lessons, and and we can kind of see it on the football field. Moving into the sport and playing at UCLA, we can see how progressive your career has been uh, from year to year at UCLA. Stats improving every year, and this year you set personal best uh, and career highs in every category for yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, so, what what is it? I see that you're a big film guy uh, and a studious person. You say you kind of learned that from your family members and your older siblings and stuff like that. Yeah. What kind of things do you say that you look at when you watch film that was able to help you gradually get better sure. from year to year? Um, I'll start off my freshman year. Uh, you know, I wasn't looking at, you know, the opponent. I was looking at the guys that were in front of me. I was looking at Owo Digzua went off third round to New York Giants. 
looking at Kenny Clark, Packers, first round, Eddie Vanderdose, third round Raiders, and Tackle McKinley, first round Falcons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deion Hollins, he was out there. I was looking at everybody that was out there. Aaron Wallace for the Titans. You know, when I was a young guy coming in, I counted myself as a two-star guy, you know, because I got those four stars late. Um, I, you know, I knew I didn't have a lot. To, I couldn't have a lot to say because, you know, in high school, I wasn't highly recruited. Right. Uh, so I came in quiet and, you know, I just wanted to learn from the guys that's been there, from the guys that, you know, uh, has, has the experience and everything. And thankfully, those guys that I just mentioned were, you know, I was great. I was thankful enough that they opened themselves up for me, right. for them exactly. to you know teach what they have been doing or what they've you know are, are about to do. You know, kind of learning off of them, picking off of their each of their brains. And that's kind of what I did over the years was kind of you know seeing what each guy does and molding it into my own. Uh, kind of seeing what Owa does throughout the edge, Tag does off the edge, and when I go inside, what Kenny and you know Eddie Eddie uh, did in the inside. You know, kind of looking at everything and seeing as my years went by, just kind of learning off of everybody that's been there. And uh, the most important piece, my coach, Coach Angus, he's a great coach, mm. uh, allowed me, believed in me. Uh, he, uh, you know, taught me a lot of things. He taught a lot of great players and everything. So uh, I would say just thanks to the, you know, the guys that were ahead of me uh, for letting me learn off of them. And kind of, you know, shaping into my old mold, my own mold. And, uh, you know, just, yeah, uh, when soon as later as my years went on, you said, uh, that's when I first started, you know, kind of looking at you know, opponents and just kind yeah. of noticing what themes are coming and everything. So, yeah, it was more learning from the guys that were ahead of me, learning of the guys that, you know, are going to make it and are at the next level, you know, succeeding and everything. So, right. Yeah. I just want to say, I think that's a lost art. Right. So I, that's, that's a lost yeah. art that a lot of people today, uh, <laughs> don't take as, as serious sometimes is the film work. Yeah. That's especially for me, uh, you know, kind of going down that line of the D line. I wasn't a guy that always stayed at the edge every game, the right. whole game as well. I was a guy that, you know, coach Angus would be like, you know, move inside, move inside, you got to go inside. And so that's where the film, you know, takes place for me is when, you know, when I'm looking at film, I'm not looking at my own, my person. I'm looking at the cross the board, listening to what Coach Angus is saying because you never know what situation you're going to be put in. You exactly. don't want to be out there knowing what to do. So kind of I'm I'm writing down in my notebook because I'm, I'm writing down the notes on, on in every notebook. I'm writing down every position. I'm writing down every position along the D-line. Uh, you know, I'm always, you know, everything he says to the nose guard, I'm not, I know I'm not going to play nose guard that game, but you never know. So, cause I'm, right, I'm listening right. to what he has to say to the nose guard and I'm writing that down because, you know, that, I felt like that was my advantage of being versatile and kind of my tool of, you know, kind of getting to the next level is just, you know, being able to play all positions, any positions that any coach wants me to put at and, uh, yeah. Right. Now, you mentioned that, that you picked the brains of a lot of those guys that, that left as seniors. Now, coming into your senior year, the defensive line, quote-unquote, has a lot of potential, but there are a lot of young sure. guys. Now, your, yeah. your your teammate, Matt Dirgerson, went down, and it kind of forced you to step into that, that leadership role. What made you take on that leadership role, and what, what are you telling those guys now that you're leaving so you can leave behind, I should say? Um, You know, 
this year uh, as a senior, um, you know, throughout the whole season, I've seen those young guys progress. And I'm happy that they did because, you know, the future is bright for them. Right. And, uh, you know, working with those young guys each every day, you know, I was just, you know, kind of astonished of how much they grew from the first day they stepped on campus to, you know, the end of the last game. Um, you know, they've learned a lot, not only from, you know, coach, you know, not only from me, but coach Angus. And even when Matt, Matt stepped down, I, I'm not going to say I stepped solely into that leadership position because he was still able to, you know, lead them off the field stuff, you know, lead them from in the film room when he, you know, went, I mean, he went every day. He made sure the guys in three technique were on the right path. So, um, uh, yeah, so I would say Matt Dickerson, you know, still stuck with us, uh, you know, but <clears throat> stepping into a leadership role, you know, I've kind of, you know, I had to, you know, kind of just see, remember what guy, you know, I looked at when, you know, when I was that young guy and everything. Yeah. And, you know, there's no better, no better person that I, you know, personally think that was the greatest leader was uh, Eric Hendricks when I was a freshman. Okay. You know, he did everything right, literally everything right. And so um, this 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 senior year, my challenge was to myself was to be more vocal. Um, I'm not a vocal guy. Uh, that's something that, you know, that's always been with me. But, you know, I feel like, you know, this season I've stepped out of my show with uh, being vocal and everything. So, um Something that I have to say to those young guys is just keep working. There's a new coaching staff, so it's a you know new opportunity for them to show themselves out uh, and show them you know why they were chosen there from Coach Moore's era. So, God, and that's awesome. So, uh, you talked about the new coaching staff and things like that, and you wanted to be uh, more vocal and things, but you have been pretty much a lead by example type guy, uh, and we look and see that you kind of stepped up a lot and showed up a lot in the big games. Uh, one primarily, the US, uh, USC game, I think you finished with 10 tackles or so. Uh, talk to me about that rivalry, man. How how does that work? I mean, across the town, a uh, few miles apart, uh, preparing for that. What does that mean to to get ready for that game uh, every year uh, since um, you've been there? Um, I hate them. I hate them with all my heart. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's a great rivalry. Uh, you know, everything that's, you know, being, you know, televised about the rivalry is all true. Uh, you know, it's a great rivalry to be a part of. And I wish that, you know, all high school recruits get to be a part of a uh, rivalry that's that kind and, you know, that type of uh, rivalry. So uh, the SC, USC, they're great opponents. Uh, great week. It's always a great week to, you know, play, a, you know, you know, a football game. I mean, it's just a football game. But having that rivalry adds more to the hype. So, uh, especially for me, it was interesting because I had a few of my childhood friends that were on the uh, USC's O-line. <laughs> they had, uh, so, um, you know, I, I called them my family. Uh, it's the right guard and the left guard. They both played guards. So, uh, it was it was just – it was a good, good competition throughout the years and everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Now, you mentioned the new coaching staff for the younger guys. Looking into your situation, how was the transition – <clears throat> coming from Jim, Jim Moore, that you're there with him since your freshman year, then Jed Fish steps in, and then they hired Chip Kelly. What's that transition like for you guys? Um, not going to lie. Uh, 
losing Coach Moore was a big blow. Um, you know, it, it really sucked. Uh, that was my guy. That was, you know, the only coach that, you know, came to my house and visit. Uh, I got to, you know, visit my mom in my house, in my environment. Uh, he was the only coach that, you know, was consistently believing me from the day he offered. So um, he was my guy. Uh, I loved him to death, but seeing him go was, you know, heartbreaking. But, you know, that's all part of the game. That's all part of the business that, right. you know, football is part of. So we moved on to Coach Fish, and I'm so happy we were able to move on to Coach Fish because he stepped in and really led our team. Um, obviously, we didn't win the game that uh, that last game that he was a head coach of, but, you know, off the field and on the field, uh, Coaching-wise, I was very appreciative of having Coach Fish step in like that and everything. So let's talk Cactus Bowl. Uh, what does that do for going into that game and the way it finished out? What does that do for the young people with the leadership examples that you and the seniors did to be able to finish in the Cactus Bowl the way it was? What does that do uh, for the motivate the young people moving forward? Uh, just motivates them to get better. Uh, motivates from, you know, learning from that film, learning from the game's, uh, you know, goals, uh, learning from the loss that we took, um, especially leading from halftime, going in, uh, going into halftime, and then ending up with the loss kind of sucks. But, you know, it proves to them to, you know, learn from, you know, that game and learn from, you know, the opportunity that, you know, bowl games, you know, provide to not, you know, let up, not let up for a bowl game and always, you know, kind of just pushing to the end and everything. I'm not saying that, you know, we let up. We were, you know, lackadaisical the whole, you know, preparation for that game. I'm just saying that, you know, as, you know, your the years go on, make sure you guys finish through and make sure you guys, you know, finish strong. Gotcha. <clears throat> now, now you're on the defensive side, and let's go over to the offensive side. You're going up against a top prospect in this year's draft, in Josh Rosen. Talk about how has that helped you in your in your maturity process in in your game. What what has he done to help you, or how how has practice been like to help you your game going up against one of the top prospects? Sure. Um, been going against him for seven years now. We went to the same high school. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah went to the same high school and everything so we went at it for about eight years but uh you know that's a good guy that's a good guy right there a lot of people you know take his intelligence the wrong way uh he knows what he wants uh i'm a big fan of josh rosen uh but you know kind of people just take him you know for arrogant and i just don't see it uh because you know people from the outside don't know what josh wants and how josh is and you know what josh knows because Jahi, that kid knows a lot. He's very smart, very intelligent, and you know he has his own way of doing things. So um, his maturity, as years went on from high school to his junior year, you know, grew, and uh, it definitely helped me, uh, especially because you know that's that's an ideal uh, quarterback right there. So you know, having him read his routes, having him you know be patient back there in the pocket, as well as you know, kind of just doing everything that a typical NFL you know, quarterback would do really helped me with my pass rush and everything. See what time, like how the timing is, how his timing is, because, you know, I'm pattering him to, you know, 
guys like Bateman and guys like you know all those guys because he will be there one day. Right. And so yeah, he helped me a lot. So hearing you talk about Rose and and, and <clears throat> how complimentary you are. So let let me give you this. You you quoted uh, were quoted saying one day that nobody's higher, nobody's lower uh, coming in to positions and things, regardless of how uh, how many stars you were and how big you recruited. Having that mentality, pretty much saying, regardless of where you come from, uh, you can do it if you work for it. Having that mentality, what does that do for you transitioning uh, to the next level to the NFL? Um, I'm taking it the same approach. Uh, don't matter how big you are, don't matter how fast you are, is it's all football. It's man to man against man to man. So uh, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of taking that. Who's a bigger man than who? So um, yeah. you know, kind of relating to that, you know, that star situation, and everything. It's kind of interesting because a lot of kids, you know, as social media gets bigger each and every day, kids are starting to, you know, do these. I'm not saying ridiculous, but do these kind of big commitment videos and big, right. you know, oh, I'm here, I'm going there. So it's, it's, it's good to see. I love it because they're going somewhere. They're, they're really, you know, taking the next step of life. Uh, so, but, you know, that situation is they will find out in college that, you know, if you go into college thinking that you're, you know, it's kind of double standard. You want to go in college thinking you're the guy, but don't let anybody else think you're the guy. Think that you're you're thinking to yourself you're the guy. That's good advice. Right. You don't want to college uh, being cocky, because that locker room in college is going to be the best place you've ever been because that's where you go, tons of relationships, tons of bonds, and that's a brotherhood right there. And you're not going to forget any of those moments and stuff. So. Uh, that locker room environment, that team, that brotherhood you're going to be with for the next four years, and so on. So, Gotcha. Now, transitioning to the to the NFL draft, the combine, talk to us about who you're working with and what are you doing physically and mentally to prepare yourself for the combine, the draft, and your pro day? Um, I'm working with TCR Sports Performance. Uh, they're based out here. Well, they're based out there in the Empire, out in Humphlet, but uh, we are out here in Mission Via Hill right now training out here at a sports uh, park and everything. So um, we're out here training. Uh, you know, my personal goals is I want to, you know, stay in the 260, 265 range. I played DN last year at 285. Okay. Uh, I weighed yesterday at 268, so I'm almost <laughs> at my Progress, goal. progress, baby. Three weeks before my pro day, so I'm heading there. Um, there's, I have a lot of goals set for me right now, so. Uh, you know, that 40 is a very important for me, as well as the bench is very important for me. So, 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 what's the numbers? Do you have you set a number for yourself All for right. the 40 in the, 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 the bench? Let me tell you, man. The numbers for the 40 is uh, around 474, like, like that area. Okay. And the bench number is 25, 24, 25, somewhere around there. Gotcha. Besides football, what is something that you really want to accomplish off the field? Uh, one that's most I would say mostly football players, you know, goals to give back to their family. Uh, I'm not speaking for everyone, but that's one of my goals and one of my you know aspirations is just to you know kind of give back to my mom and dad and as well as provide for my brothers and sisters. But you know, giving back to the community is huge. I'm a community guy. Uh, you know, I'm all about you know how you grew up and how it's taken part of your life. 
um, you know, help those that are in need because, you know, I didn't have a lot when I was growing up. You know, all seven of us, imagine seven kids, <laughs> two kids. So, you know, we all didn't have anything, but it's crazy because we didn't know that we were so, you know, we didn't have anything because we had each other. Right. Uh, you know, having so much fun while we were young that we didn't know how broke we were at some time. Let me tell you. So it was just, it was a good time, but I want to help those kids that are, you know, in that situation and, you know, kind of gear students towards, you know, going to school and, you know, having that ambition to, you know, finish school and, you know, do things that they want to do and stuff. So, so, so I, I know the family thing you mentioned, how many brothers and sisters you had and, and that's an amazing job that your parents did for you say you not to realize yeah. how <laughs> so you were, but moving forward in this process, uh, and I, I know family is big in your heritage and your background and things like that. Uh, what is what kind of support are they giving you moving forward in this draft process? Um, you know they support me one hundred percent. They're supporting me with everything I do. Uh, my, you know, I'm kind of you know not letting them too much into what I'm doing because I don't want them to stress. I don't want to put the stress on them and right. worry about you know, kind of everything that's going on with me and everything. I want to, you know, I want the full effect of the process, full effect of, you know, the stress, full effect of, you know, everything. I don't want them to worry about anything. And uh, hopefully I only want them to see the fruits of my hard work and everything and kind of seeing, you know, you know, the positive that's going on and stuff. So they support me with everything I do. Uh, you know, I've kind of, I kind of, I talk to them. They ask me every time I come home, how's work, <laughs> how's training, how's everything. And I just, you know, I give them the answers. I give them like, yeah, it's, it's good. I mean, it's long, yeah, but it's yeah. good. <laughs> so I don't want to go, you know, in too deep because I don't want them to worry about right. you know, that I'm doing. Uh, you know, but that's all part of being a parent because, you yeah. know, no matter how old you get, no matter how, you know, far away you will be from your parents, they're still going to be worried about you and everything. So. Yeah. Yep. Seven siblings, though. Mama had to break up a lot of fights. Yeah, no. <laughs> just, just had to, right? <laughs> so let me ask you this. Who, who is the best athlete at, out of the seven? I'm telling you, I am. Not to be cocky, but that's the only <laughs> that's, a, that's the only way, that's the only reason why I'll be cocky is against my siblings, that, you know, I think I'm the best athlete. <laughs> now, if they hear this uh, now, they hear this. Now, if they hear this, they gonna agree? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just playing, but I think so I think one of my sisters, she she's pretty athletic. Uh, yeah, she's athletic. <laughs> All right, now I'm gonna put myself in the shoes of a of an NFL scout, of a GM, maybe even an owner. You said you're a big community guy and stuff like that, but I want to know what type of player am I getting if I draft you into my organization? You're getting a well taught, well coached, you know, versatile player that will do anything to be on the team, do anything to you know earn your respect. Um, I'm, you know, whatever you need me to do, I will do it. Uh, you know, I'm a hardworking guy, uh, you know, never complain, uh, you know, kind of anything you guys needed me to do. I'm well coached. I can, you know, I'm open to, you know, any type of coaching, right. open to any type of learning. So, you know, whether it's, you know, guy, coach chewing my butt out or, you know, coach, you know, pointing to the board and teaching me I can learn anywhere you know I'm just a guy that will do anything to you know kind of be at a place that I would love to be so 
Gotcha. So let me ask you this. You get drafted, uh, you make it to the league, and I know a lot of guys, you know, before you make it to the league, it's a lot of respect for a lot of uh, these big guys watching and moving forward. Give me the one guy, offensive tackle, quarterback, whatever, being the defensive end, that you look forward to say, I want that challenge so I, I can show <laughs> what I'm what what I'm doing. Man, to be honest, when my brother was playing, he was recruited high. My brother, my older brother that went to Colorado, he was recruited high. And the guy that he was, like, kind of competing with because they played the same position, they both played O-line. Uh, he was from Rancho Verde, Marina Valley. I still know him from when I was young. And I didn't even like football when I was young. <laughs> but Aaron Smith is a guy that I want to go against because he grew up with my brother. Ooh. And, you know, you know, he took it to the next level at USC, and now he's at the Cowboys. Uh, doing his thing, so <clears throat> it's gonna be a fun match. Uh, you know, kind of. Tyron Smith is a guy that you know I would have the honor to play against. Definitely um, looking forward to this because I respect his game. I respect everything he does because not only does from how young I was and looking up to him, and looking to, uh, what he does is to now, but how he plays the game now and everything. So definitely. It's a big challenge, but that's, that's a big <laughs> challenge. That, that's Especially that's the Cowboys the having one of the better offensive lines right now yeah. in the league. That's, that's, the, that's a big challenge. That's the cream of the challenge. cream of the crop right there. Yeah, but that's that's all part of football. You want the challenge, definitely. All right, so so we're gonna switch it up now. We're gonna go rapid fire, which is gonna throw questions. You give us oh. your your best answer at the top. What? The, all right. Now the most controversial one we have, MJ or LeBron. Who you got? Yeah, uh, I was, can I even answer Kobe? Because I don't even like none of them. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, hey, hey if even, that's how you feel about it, yeah, you guys even put the goat up there. Oh, is, no. is, is that is that an LA question? And I have to ask you that. <laughs> yeah, is that an LA answer. <laughs> that's a for sure LA answer. Okay, so Kobe, okay, we we could take it. We could take it. We could take it. Kobe, Kobe. Okay, okay. So let me ask you this: Xbox or PlayStation? Xbox. Ooh. Grew up Xbox, 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 Xbox. But, you know, PlayStation low-key been getting me sometimes because I've been looking at a few games that are coming out this year. So so what you playing? I'm playing Xbox right now. Uh, I'm playing PUBG and Fortnite. Ooh. That's it. Definitely. <laughs> we got to get on that PUBG then. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. So through, throughout practice, you got Gatorade or Powerade? Which one you like better? Power rate. What flavor? Purple power rate. Purple. Okay. Purple. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I say. The best one is too. Great, <laughs> great power rate. So so let me ask, uh, who was the greatest Mike in their era in their prom? Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson. Wow, what the? <laughs> um, I could. I'm gonna go with Michael Jackson because oh. he. Was the one, and he. I like. I love music. I love music. Uh, that's the thing I live for. I live with music. That's my best friend. So I'm gonna go with Michael Jackson. All right. So so being about music on game day, give us a top three on your headphones. Who you got? I got Future. I got Travis Scott, and sometimes uh, to calm my nerves down, I got Earth, Wind, and Fire. Ooh, boy, you in there. Yep. <laughs> Earth, wind, and fire. 
he got it classic (laughs) yes sir so uh, let me ask you this you're a music guy so it's an argument uh to this day who the best rapper alive you got wheezy drake jay-z dang um i'm gonna go with uh jay-z i'm gonna go with jay-z because wheezy he was good Weezy was good when I was a middle schooler and kind of died off. Drake started late, and I don't know how long Drake's going to go for, but Jay-Z starts all the way back then. He's still (laughs) going strong. I'm going to go Jay-Z. Gotcha. Now, now being a defensive end guy, I'm going to put you in a little tight box here. You got Aaron Donald or you got J.J. Watt. Who you picking? I'm going to go Aaron Donald. (laughs) I'm going to go Aaron Donald. I respect J.J. Watt's game, but Aaron Donald, you know, a guy that I, I pattern myself after. Okay. Uh, I look up to that guy. He's one of the shorter guys. Um, kind of not the ideal size that NFL has been preaching about. So, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, I look up to Aaron Donald, and, you know, over the past few years, he's been doing damage. So. Oh, yeah, changing the game. Yeah, changing the game. Definitely changing the game. Defensive player of the year. Yeah. All right, so f- for your last dish, what what do you got? You got seafood or you got steak? Dang, that's a hard question. <laughs> wow, uh, let's go seafood. Okay, what are you having on that plate? Shrimp, uh, crab legs, and lobster. Shrimp, crab legs, okay. Yeah. Yep, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> You're in a perfect spot for it over there by the water now. Yep. Yep. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. We do want to say we want to thank you for joining us. Right now, is thank there you. anybody you uh, want to shout out, anybody you want to leave a message to, the floor is yours now, man. Um, You know, shout out to God putting me in this blessing. Uh, give me a life full of opportunities. Uh, shout out to my parents. You know, they've been doing the most since I was born. They've been doing the most, and they're extra with this. So that's what I'm happy for. Um, you know, shout out, you know, just shout out to everybody that supported me from day one. Um, shout out to my role models. Shout out, there's a lot of shout outs that are going to go on. <laughs> um, shout out to Gary. Gary. Shout out to who in your background. Shout out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to all my people I'm working with in this process right now that I'm pre- preparing for uh, with my brothers that were from different schools. So Definitely, man. We appreciate the time, man. Once again, we're www.killthatnoise.com. I got my man Cam over there, and we had the pleasure of Jacob Tuioti Marinette for joining us. Signing out. Yep, appreciate it.